children to the park. Um, yeah, I don't know why my husband puts up with this shit. I'm like, babe, I'm recording a podcast. Good luck to you. Um, somehow he respects this uh, this thing that podcast we're doing. that he doesn't listen to that he's never listened to. My husband Chris, who's never listened to this podcast or the other podcasts that we do, and never will. But at least he spiritually respects our decision to podcast. Spiritually respects it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, well, let's just get it. Well, welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast, you guys. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. I'm your other host, Sarah. Um, so today we are, this is our part two, uh, discussion on Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar, which we talked about with Lauren Schmuck and Caleb Priest. Uh, so we'll get into that in a moment. Uh, but being that this is our last episode of 2021, Sarah, would you like to, I don't know, share anything uh, this year, movie, the movie that we watched that really stuck out to you or something you're really proud of that you did this year. I feel like 2021 was a year where we were sort of on the mend, trying to get on ourselves back in, sure. trying to get ourselves back into society. Man, what did I do this year? I well, feel like we started out the year we were releasing episodes of our sketch show that we recorded show. virtually, which yeah. did you feel like that was successful? Did we succeed with that, I, I feel like you could be honest about it. I feel like it was a really good exercise and it mm-hmm. really was enjoyable to do. It was enjoyable to do because it was easy to get people together to do it. Yes. Because they could do it from their homes. So I will say that it was it was all worth it because of how mm-hmm. it, it was to do. Like mm-hmm. I'm not it it it's not was it our, you submit to film festivals. Was it our finest production value? No. 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 But it, it had a lot of heart. It did had a lot of pe- people put in time and effort mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. really like gave great perform- performances. And mm-hmm. we really appreciate their work. And it was yeah. just really nice to like stay be with con- people. Con- yeah. Connected, even though we couldn't be together in person. It was like a way to like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, not that this is a show about the other things that we do, but I but we're talking about it, so we are. By the mm-hmm. way, listeners, if you're curious, what are we talking about? Uh, if you go to our YouTube channel, uh, Critical Crop Top on YouTube, uh, you can watch the sketches that we shot virtually during the pandemic, which we released in uh, 2021. Um, yeah, I that was a definite challenge um, because we shot it on Zoom, and I had to edit different people's video from different places uh and sync up audio that was drifting because of zoom and we had people shooting things at their homes and sending it to me and somehow it all worked out um i think that it i'm glad that we did it um it was a necessary thing it was something to do together rather than not make anything and it kept Mm -hmm. us connected to some people that i deeply love and they were very funny and i'm glad we got to do it um i'm glad that we got to keep doing this podcast yeah. Um. And uh. And I'm also glad that we do it virtually now because I'm mm-hmm. so fucking lazy. We don't have to leave my house. Yeah. I'm also uh, glad that you wrote a film. That's right. So we're shooting a film in a week. Uh. Or, by the time uh, this comes out, we'll have already shot it. Uh. Yeah. So it's it's almost like a full circle thing where we started the year not sure when we were going to be able to make films again. At least I wasn't. I know the vaccine yeah. was like on the horizon, but yeah. I, I, it feels like Sarah. Feels can like you believe forever ago. how much has happened this year? The insurrection happened at the beginning of January this year. January sixth. Yep. Uh, 
different a new presidency. Mm-hmm. Um, the vaccines came out. Mm-hmm. We started to re-enter society. I went back to working in person a few months ago. Yeah, me too. Only I only have to go in one day a week. Yeah, I, I've been going in a couple days. But I always had to go in a couple days a week because I teach. But um, So we started the year releasing this show we had recorded virtually. Didn't know when we were going to be able to be on set again. I know other productions had gone back to set. But for us and the cost of you know testing everybody and... Uh, and the personal cost of not being sure if people would get sick. We just decided not to do that. But now here we are in a week uh, shooting another film together. In person. Today in we just person. had a, a, a blocking rehearsal and like yeah. it was really fun to see what what we would do on the day of. And I'm so glad we did that because yeah. doing it the day of would have been a lot. Actually, yeah. Like I can't, I, I think about all the time we saved just yeah. doing this blocking rehearsal and working mm-hmm. on those problems out. Like, yeah. I'm never gonna I mean I know that we've done blocking rehearsals before but we don't always have access to the space yeah or Uh, access to DP yeah so to have access to the space and the DP uh this time I don't know that I'd ever do it any other way after today that was so that was useful so uh and then to be doing the blocking rehearsal and then immediately afterwards talking about this podcast which was written by two women um the film yeah the film sorry to be in this podcast talking about the film barb and star go to vista del mar which was written by two besties who wanted to make a film together um i i know we i said this to you right as soon as we got to the blocking rehearsal Mm -hmm. i was like i just finished barb and star uh let's write a movie together so i mean the first i'm sorry to interrupt go ahead no i was just gonna say like now i feel like because i've i've we've got a feature that you and i are developing that i wrote uh, mm-hmm. that we're both in. And I have a feature that I've been writing that may or may not ever get finished about a woman falling in love with Bigfoot. Um, but I kind of think in 2022, it would be fun if you and I try to write something I think together. That's a fun comedy so like Barb and Star. Right. Because like I, I literally, the first time we saw it, like that was mm-hmm. my thought. I was like, I want to make something like this with Nicole. Like why didn't yes. Nicole and I make this film? Yes. And, um, I, and we just need to find what our hook is. Yeah. You know, what's our hook? What are our characters? I think it would be yeah. really fun to write together. Although I, to be honest, it's been, ve- I've never really, well, Hillary and I wrote 80s dating video remix mm-hmm. together, but that was like, I think what made that work pretty smoothly was that she went off and wrote some characters and I went yeah. off and wrote some characters. And then we came so together. What we could do is we could look up articles or books mm-hmm. or whatever that talk about how, how do people, people do this? Write screenplays together and kind of like develop our own kind of system and because I know you and I agree on a lot of things and we've written sketch shows together where we're but it's always like us coming in with something that's written and we're workshopping it together it's really I don't know how you start from scratch I guess in um and on TV shows they mm -hmm. have a room where they Mm -hmm. spitball and then they assign episodes, episodes to yeah. certain people so what we could mm-hmm. do is just like spitball and talk and think and out loud scenes. and then assign scenes you know what that's really smart i'm sure the listeners are really enjoying us working oh, this I'm, out on the I air uh, hey this is I'm the so content sorry. you came for this but is... but and to circle back uh to this movie uh i think that 
I would love the experience of writing something with you the way that uh, Kristen Wiig and Annie uh, did uh, and 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 bring in a lot of because uh, we know a lot of really great comedians like, you know, Kayla and Lauren. Like, let's oh, yeah, find a way sure. to bring them in as, you know, uh, the way that they've brought in all these great characters into Barb and Star. Um, I it also I've also been thinking about this a lot because I've been watching the Get Back documentary on um, Disney Plus. What's that? Oh, my God. You don't know. Mm hmm. Okay, so Sarah, there is um so you you're you've heard of the Beatles, right? You've yes. heard of the Beatles. Okay. So the <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh the Beatles, uh, so in their last album, which came out when which eventually was released as Let It Be, they had planned to record that album live in front of an audience. And so they had a film crew filming them every day for like two weeks while they wrote the songs for this album. Uh that Doc, that thing got that idea got scrapped, and they ended up recording "Let It Be" in studio. Uh, and of course, they had that rooftop concert, which you may or may not have heard about. Uh, anyway, but there was hundreds of hours of footage that was never released to the public. They released a documentary that was like you know your standard ninety minutes or whatever, and but there was hundreds of hours of footage, and everyone we all knew it existed, and no one's ever no one had ever seen it. And so, as a Beatles fan, my whole life I grew up wanting to know what the fuck was on those those film reels. And so Peter Jackson of The Hobbit and, you know, Lord of the Rings yeah. was given access to this footage. Why? During the pandemic. I don't I don't know. Somebody just somehow he I don't remember how he got access to it, but he was they they gave him access to this footage and he and his editor spent the pandemic watching this footage <laughs> and they edited together uh, this three part. Each episode is about two hours documentary which is essentially you're just sitting in the watching the Beatles write songs. And the thing that it reminded me of, and you're watching their process, they're literally building songs from scratch. And what it reminded me of is when you and I and other folks in critical crop top used to sit around and write sketches mm -hmm. and how we would sometimes start with an idea and then build it out in the room. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people would, and this is how the Beatles would do it. Sometimes they come in with a song and then other people would add to it and mm -hmm. they're like singing and, and Ringo's literally back there coming up with the drum beat as it's going. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me of that and how much I loved the collaborative process of creating something with a group of people. And so I think I would really love, I, I would like to try that with you to maybe yeah. write. Cause I'm, I'm not necessarily at the point where I want to go back to doing sketch shows. Not that mm -hmm. I feel like that's a, a backslide or something like that. I love sketch shows. I'd be thrilled to do another one, but right now I'm very focused on film. Mm -hmm. And so I think it would be really fun for us to, I would love to, oh, yeah. to, I think I'd that's, love, will you be my John Lennon or my Paul McCartney? No I'm not sure else, which one of us is which. There's no one else I would rather try this with. Like, let's do literally it. no one. Yes. Okay. That's our 2022 goal. We're going to have yes. to write it. Okay. We're going to write a feature. We are. We're going to make our own Barb and Star. Yes. Um, speaking of which, are you ready to get into talking about this movie? I'm ready. Barb and Star with. Lauren Schmuck and Caleb Priest. We're going to talk about Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar. The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. You seem sort of distant. Let's just do it, man. You look stupid and rich. Stupid and stupid and rich. Fascist. All right. Let's get into it. We know. <laughs> and that's, again, another brilliant part of the writing is that you see... Uh, Barb and Star both sneaking off to um, see Edgar after the threesome, and they both get what they need from him, which is 
you know, Barb uh, is set free and wants to try new things. And Star mm-hmm. um, is, um, it says, you know, you should never have to make someone love you. And that's mm-hmm. the moment where in the boat where the two, Edgar and her, share that connection because they both understand that yeah, feeling I, of trying I, to make yes. someone love you. I love that Edgar listened patiently to both mm-hmm. of them talk about mm-hmm. their exes and wasn't like, I can't he do this. He didn't roll his eyes. He, he didn't, didn't, he yeah. listened and they both like were just went on about like, that's mm-hmm. something that you're always told like to not do. Don't talk about your exes. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't like, talk about yourself. Unload all of your issues on someone when you first meet, meet them mm-hmm. and they were just like being very vulnerable and honest. Yeah, Barb and Star were just constantly, completely emotionally vulnerable and honest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they weren't ashamed. Like, I mean, we keep coming back to the theme of like, they're just not ashamed of who they are. And I love that. I want to be that. That's what I want. Yeah. She's like, you know what? I was cheated on. Uh, You know, she was just like letting it all hang out. Not a hint of, you know, anything, but just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Take or leave it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is me. You're like, I love culottes. I read magazines about yeah. culottes. Also, I'm glad that culottes are getting the respect they deserve in this movie because I fucking love culottes. I love the, the, the de- definition of a culotte at the beginning right. yeah. before the movie. Oh, yeah, God. that was great. So, so good. good. So good. Um, so I, I want to also talk, now that we're talking about Edgar again, I also wanted to talk about another thing. And Sarah and I were getting a little worried about this when we were watching the movie the first time. We're like, okay, we see that the two women have both gone out with Edgar. Like, we were worried. Is there a, are they going to put in a, a triangle? Rivalry? We were like, I just like don't need to see that again. No. And so like, yeah. and they, but they didn't. They, oh, they didn't ignore it. They didn't ignore it. But what I love is that the conflict, because we do need to have a conflict between these two women in order to progress the story and to give us something interesting. Um, and to give them something to work against. But the conflict is not about, I wrote this, I wrote down, it's not about the guy, it's about the lie. So what mm-hmm. they're upset, mm-hmm. what they end up being upset about is the lying that they're doing to each other. It's not about Edgar. I mean, they do, at one point, you know, Star's like, you're just jealous because he picked me. And Barb's like, I, absolutely not. And they did, and they, they blow right past it because it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about that at all. It's about, you know. It's about they've always been honest with each other. Mm-hmm. And they've done mm-hmm. things together. And mm-hmm. Barb is off having her own adventures, like trying new things. And maybe that's something they needed in order to mm-hmm. progress as human beings is for Barb to go off and have some adventures and meet start- Tommy Bahama. I love that part so much. The way he grabs like a piece of bamboo and rubs her like this is absolutely a nondescript leaf and rubs her wound. Yes. Oh, so good. I love that. They're like, oh, I is this a love they- interest? No, just here to give some simple advice and then go off mm-hmm. into yeah the florida <laughs> the brush. wilderness yeah, walk totally. away into I, the brush i do love that barb did not need a man and that she really mm-hmm. did didn't it wasn't like she was being defiant like i don't need a man she would just was having fun and there was mm-hmm. no talk of that it, you know it was just and i did love that they didn't compete mm-hmm. for the guy and it, it, it wasn't about that like you said because mm-hmm. we were worried we were like oh don't we do were this very worried. yeah well even on that first night where they both go to see him mm-hmm. it ends at with both of them being like oh i left my friend you yeah know? like yeah. i don't like, want to i gotta go friend. back yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah. so we haven't talked too much about Sharon. I feel like we should talk about Sharon. We need to talk about yeah. Sharon. Kristen Wiggs alter ego. Alter yes. ego. Oh um, my gosh. Okay, first of all, 
this movie, like you think it's one thing, like you've seen the previews with like Kristen Wiig and, and what's her name? Annie, Annie M. Annie M. A- we're just going to go with Annie, Annie M. Sorry. I'm so sorry to those uh, folks that knew, know how to pronounce her name. And we're not doing it correctly. And so I it's apologize. just the two of them. And you're like, this is going to be fun. And then the first scene after the, uh, the, the paper boy delivers the paper. And then the uh, yeah, tree, first you're like, what the, the fuck is this movie opens about? up and you're just like, wait. For a split second, I was like, am I watching the right movie? Yeah. <laughs> like that. I loved the swerve so much, but I was just yeah. like, I think I clicked on the wrong thing. It yeah. had a very Austin Powers tone. Yeah. Um, yes. yeah. I just love yeah, the very lifelessness that happened almost immediately into the movie. Here's this kid having the best time delivering paper mm-hmm. and then <laughs> goes mm-hmm. into a, a layer inside of a tree, is like laser beamed inside of a tree. Mm-hmm. And just like immediately <laughs> I was like, yes, I am on board with whatever is and happening. The, and the newspaper was a bomb. Yes. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. It's that kid, that kid was 10. great. That kid actor was oh, great. Yeah. The kid. So cute. Yo, yeah. Oh, me, it, is yo. her name Sharon? It's Sharon. I wrote it down That's because crazy. I was like, I love that they give That's her the, the most nondescript. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, I really want to talk about Sharon's incredibly convoluted backstory. Because I- it was so bizarre. <laughs> I, I just like, I I mean, as a like writer, I love being like, I wish I was in that room. Because yeah. like, can you just as imagine? Oh how, raising it, raising the yes, stakes, raising the how stakes. fun it was just to sit there and be like, okay, so what if she got shot out of a rocket? <laughs> and then you're like, I love that. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, yes. yeah, it just keeps getting more and more bizarre. Yeah. But you're just like, yeah, that absolutely happened to her. Yeah. I love that you think you're like, oh, it's because her friend got eaten by the alligator and it's like no it's like and then she goes to the okay so it's because they push her up on stage no and then she gets shot it's like the escalation of uh, of and And her clothes come off and she's like and then my clothes got ripped off as i I was sailing landed on a on a cruise ship (laughs) it's just so many it it really does feel like an improv exercise that has been yes anded until it can't go any further yes and poor edgar in love with sharon who just will just official them mm-hmm. reading the books of like how to make that. someone love you like yes. I, I can never do the title justice yes. and then she's reading like how to convince someone you're in love with them when you're not but you're not but you need them, them to do something you want them to do yeah <laughs> <laughs> again i oh, love man. this idea of you know he the this earnestness of him just like wanting to be loved and her yes. just like not and it's and it again the writing is so brilliant she doesn't know how to love because she doesn't she doesn't have any friends she hasn't made any connections and she doesn't know how to give herself to people in that way and it yeah, actually her need is revenge right but they've managed to tie it all the way back at the end to friendship and the importance of friendship which is the overall theme mm-hmm. of the movie which is that friendship is strong and conquers everything and you know makes people better and like they somehow they i think this movie could have gotten away with just letting her get eaten by mosquitoes yeah uh, and be mm-hmm. done with it but then they, they were like no let's bring this character back bring and, back have, her and grow. have everyone say they want to be her friend yes which and is like, beautiful they was, didn't have to do that it was like, so great that was my childhood belief when i was like before the age of like 13 I think I really truly believed that if you gave someone enough hugs and gave someone enough love and told them you loved them and made them feel loved like that they wouldn't be bad that they mm-hmm. would be a good per- per- person like I, I re- really believe that so like this is kind of like playing on that like 
this person just needed to be loved in order to not be a, vi- a villain. Needed to be mm-hmm. accepted. And this yeah. is what I also really like about, because I think there's been a turn away from these type of comedies that are really just like what I would consider to be through and through feel good comedies where everything kind of works out at the end and we're just there to laugh and we're there to enjoy the characters and to feel good. I think that in our, our society, uh, you know, has sort of taken a turn in taste where we want things to be kind of a dark comedy or we want it to be subversive or cynical in some way. And I'm not saying I don't also like those for what they are, but there's something just really beautiful and joyful about a comedy that is about let's all feel try to feel a little better let's all try to be mm-hmm. a little bit better and that was a great um, year for it to co- come out too and something just... yeah that i need like right now i need escapism i don't want to mm-hmm. watch a movie about the apocalypse i don't want to be reminded about the cynicism and how people don't help each other out i don't need that i can literally just you open up Twitter or I can look outside my window and see all the people that are not helping each other. Like I don't need that. Right. So it's too real. It's too real. So to have the, the purity of something like this, where we can believe that friendship can make us better and that we can do better um, Mm -hmm. is just, it's, it's really beautiful. Mm. Um, So I'd like more, I want more comedies like this. And I want more music and comedies. Oh my gosh, we didn't even talk about the songs. We didn't even talk about the music, yeah. The songs are so good. The piano player in the bar with all his songs about boobies Mm -hmm. killed me. Absolutely killed me. Yes. I love, I think my favorite one is like, uh, I'm going to take a short little break and I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love like the silly, whole number silly about jokes. the hotel. Mm-hmm. Yes, the hotel. One, the, they're like then, motel, and like, oh no, this is a hotel. You you're you're the across motel. the parking lot. <laughs> I love that this movie is both a idealized version of Florida. Uh, because yeah. they didn't even shoot it there because Florida doesn't look like this. <laughs> um, it's both an idealized version of Florida, but so also quintessentially Florida. Like the mm-hmm. fact that there's just a guy who's always in a speedo walking around with a drink. Like yeah. that's Florida mm-hmm. to me. Like I've seen that guy. I've been down to the beach and I've seen him. He just walks well, around all he, day anywhere he is. He's always in a speedo and he's got a drink. Well, you know, the the whole vacation is like we're going to escape our lives you know, we never do anything for ourselves. And it, it totally was, you know, if they had shown up and it was like a shithole, but like great to them, then, you know, we're laughing at them. Instead, we're just like, wow, watch them have the best time, Mm -hmm. you know, watch them drink this huge fishbowl drink, watch them sneak into the pool, you know, watch them be like amazed by their hotel room. And it was, yeah, it was so great that it just was like, yeah, they really did go to this little shining star. They got their in, shimmer in back. Florida. They Trish, got their shimmer back. They got saved by Trish. I also Ugh, loved that they're, mm-hmm. I know, but I loved that they're, the song that they danced to at like the club was like, my heart will go on, like a club version of my heart will go I on. Am. Like that was like, yes. so like, oh gosh, cute. that was so good. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then y'all blew my mind. I did not know that Jamie Dornan could sing. Yeah. His song I was I so funny. Didn't realize, I had forgotten. I, I yes. do remember now that we looked that up because I was like, there's no that there's no way that was him. Yeah. Um, wow, we've been talking for a long time, so we're actually like uh coming to the point where we need to wrap it up. Uh I know we could talk I could talk about this movie for like another I hour. I know. Um, I, I, so I does anybody have any final Trish, thoughts? The yes. um mm-hmm. Reba the Reba um cameo mm-hmm. in there. <laughs> Out in the water. But also talking about like an improv exercise whenever they're on the plane and they're talking about Trish. Mm-hmm. 
and they just mm-hmm. keep elevating how mm-hmm. like what Trish does. I was watching that and I was like, that is definitely they just set the the camera up. They have a general thing of what they're gonna say. Mm-hmm. But it's just them having mm-hmm. fun talking about this mystical creature that is Trish. Oh, at Christmas, yeah. forget it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that line. Forget yeah. it. Yeah, forget yeah. It. I, I had a similar feeling where I would watch scenes and go, okay, I'm thinking about, like, how many cameras do they have up right now? Uh, and, and to capture, like, every little bit of improv. I did actually look up a... Um, I looked up a bloopers reel, which by the way, I recommend watching is very fun. Oh, I and you love can see bloopers. Kristen Wiig just like constantly, like Annie seems to be really good at keeping it straight, uh, but Kristen kept losing it constantly. That's uh, I don't know how you at all. <laughs> and, and also uh, Edgar, Edgar, uh, they would both, they, when they were trying to get out of the ropes, like he turns around to say his line and they're all like this and he just couldn't, he just like la- <laughs> fell on the floor laughing. Oh my God, we didn't even talk about Damon Wayans Jr. God, there's so much we can talk oh about. Oh my God. All. So the, there's one last thing I, I, just to sort of wrap this up. Um, what the, Another thing that I watched after the movie was like a very short behind the scenes featurette and Kristen and Annie said something about in writing the movie that inspired them that I, I thought was really interesting. I want to share with you guys. And I don't know, see if you have any response to, but they said one of their inspirations for the character, the characters was how when you're best friends, you start to kind of take on each other's mannerisms or personalities or even the way that they dress and how you sort of take on aspects of each other. And that's kind of the way Barb and Star, they have the same haircut and they mm-hmm. kind of talk the same. And I don't know. I just want, I just thought that was really truthful um about about like really deep bestie friendships and i don't know if you guys had any response to that but i just wanted to put that out there and see if anybody had any thoughts about that yeah, yeah. lauren has the most beautiful skin so i had to get the most beautiful skin <laughs> you both have the most you know? beautiful you have gorgeous skin. skin both of you yes <laughs> well it is no it totally is you know when you hang out with friends and you they say something very in a very specific way and mm-hmm. you hear it enough you start saying it in that very specific way mm-hmm. you're like wow you're like lauren always has the most cool necklaces i want to have a thing so like i wear cool earrings you know That's and amazing. so like it's just you're inspired by your friends mm-hmm. you know yeah. and you like want to soak all of them up and yeah it starts to come out of you too for sure truly like there was definitely Kayla and I send memes back and forth to each other all the time and I sent Mm -hmm. her one and she typed out like phonetically she was like that one killed me (laughs) and I just thought that is like the funniest thing in the world and so I've just like adopted that we also have the same hairdresser because like I really like yeah hair and so then she was like oh you should go to my hairdresser and so just like you know she both cuts our hair but yeah yeah that is the definitely. cutest thing I've ever heard it's very cute yeah and there's not mm-hmm. like a competition yeah. it's just like I like that and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like I- I'm gonna embrace that about you and I'm going to I'm going to incorporate it into I think it's a compliment whenever people are like I like what you like I I very much just made a connection in talking about this so when I was younger I used to wear a lot of jewelry and like somewhere along the way I stopped and it 
well, totally like I'll probably cry because I'm also about to start my period. So <laughs> okay. um, I'm very emotional. Go I'm very it. hormonal. Um, I guess like when I started improv, which is how Lauren and I met, I started it because I had kind of lost myself and I didn't mm-hmm. have any interest. I really didn't have any friends because it was like that weird time where people move for jobs mm-hmm. or grad school or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and, and mm-hmm. so like my core group of friends, I had gone away for college, come back. We had just all scattered. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I didn't go into it thinking, oh, I'm going to make, you know, the be- very best friends I've ever had. Or, or I didn't think any of it was coming. Right. But it totally did help me find myself again. Uh, and it brought me to people like Lauren, you know, mm-hmm. and, and our group of friends that, that we have. Um, and I feel like seeing someone like Lauren, who is unapologetically herself, as much as we live in our heads and we're like neurotic about it, you know, like Lauren has always had like the most beautiful like necklaces and like accessories and like she has the best style. And I just was kind of reminded, oh, I like that. <laughs> you know, so it's almost like she kind of like brought me back, back to myself. Yeah. That's you know, beautiful. yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that's I didn't really cry. Beautiful. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. And I, and, and I, and I, in a circle, just briefly back to the movie, I, I love that this movie makes us think about those things. And mm-hmm. I want to, I'd like to see more of that in movies. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, Sarah and I met at a similar time in my life where I had, you know, I had had yeah, kids too. and my well, life was in, kids, tra- but- well, my life was <laughs> yeah. in transition and I was yeah. kind of trying to find like who I was at the time. And uh, so yeah, Sarah was at yeah. the start of my journey of the person I am now, uh, as Sarah was right there at that inflection point and we met in an acting yeah. class and I think that uh you know without I yeah. think that we were destined to meet but also without having met I don't know if I would be doing what I am yeah right now, I w- definitely I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now like I don't know what I'd, I don't know what I'd be doing but be, it wouldn't my be life this. would be boring that's for yeah. sure and like I think that sad. in terms of what I've adopted from Nicole I think I definitely have your laugh now Yes. Like I definitely have your laugh. Loudly and obnoxiously. And that's, that's how so I laugh. Cute. <laughs> um, but uh I mean I just like I love that we're each we each have our own things that we mm-hmm. love. And mm-hmm. um I don't know, I just really admire Nicole for Aww, her fil- filmmaking abilities and she just taught me everything I know. So I I I li- I I yes. li- 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 literally couldn't do this without her well that's not true she could do it it anyway but that's not true (laughs) um that's so cute oh guys i love this so much um do you let's just compliment each other for an hour let's do a whole podcast where we just compliment each other uh sarah uh sarah would you like to go ahead shall we do the bechdel test quickly yes Um, okay i don't i don't think this will be hard um so are you guys familiar with the bechdel test um -hmm. okay yes two women so uh, we always run down the rules yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. that's exactly that. So, well, and Bellas. we run through each of the rules. Uh, we do this for every film that we've ever watched. Uh, some of many of them do not pass. This one, many. I, I'm confident. Uh, so, does this film have more than one female character in it? Yes. 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 Many, actually, many, not just yeah. two, but many. Um, do those characters have an, have names? Yes, they yes. do. Yes, they do. Uh, do they speak to each other? Yes, they yes. do. And do they talk about something other than a man? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this film definitely not just passes, but passes with flying colors. Has with flying s- colors significant female relationships. It in actually it. almost doesn't pass the reverse Bechdel test. If, oh, where the if men weren't if it weren't for Edgar and Damon. Dar- is Dar Dar was his name Daria? I don't Dar- remember. The- 
Dario. He was such a beautiful character. I I could have used so many more scenes with Damon Wayans Jr. in it. He's so good. I love him so much. That joke. The note on the door. Just like, I'm going to be as obvious as possible. Meanwhile, I'm trying to hide. Damn it. Just so obvious. I just. That joke was so good. I also. So funny. Yes. It's such a simple joke, but it yes. like, is so good. Like the way it was mm-hmm. done. God, we yeah. didn't even talk about some of my favorite jokes, like the soul douche, all of that stuff. <laughs> this, this movie has so many brilliant lines. The, the tiny shells on the bracelets cutting their arms. Where they're like, oh, that hurts. And they use them I, to get themselves out of the rope. I mean, yeah. come on. I also have to die at uh, them on the jet ski at the end. And she's like, it's uncomfortable. Like, I have a labia pierced. Oh, that <laughs> hurts. I took it out. <laughs> she's yeah. like, I have a labia pierced. And then later she's like, I said I took it out, but I didn't. And it really hurts. <laughs> I also no just love that they said. The, the, the yes, the, yeah, the vote. I, that's what Sarah and I felt like this movie was. It was a real tick flapper. <laughs> it was. Uh, welcome to Plug It Up. This is the part of the show where we uh, plug stuff. Um, it's just me and Sarah. Just me and Sarah plugging things. Uh, I think that I can plug for Lauren that she is in a uh, Lace Larrabee's level two grad show. Uh, stand up. Uh, don't want to miss it. Uh, women's all women stand up class. Women. And the let me tell you, I've been to these stand up shows. It's not like you're going and seeing people and you're like, ooh, they're students. They're not like this is like good, good. stand up. And they've been working on this material for months. Uh, and it's really good. And, uh, and so that'll of, be a lot it. of the at- Atlanta greats mm-hmm. have come from this class oh yes too. oh yes so. um and she said that was january 10th 11th 11th the january 11th at the punchline atlanta so check that out uh and then uh kayla wanted to plug uh lola scott uh who has done photos for all of us uh so at lola scott art lola scott uh takes uh, portraits headshots uh, band photos, uh, creative uh, photos for your web, uh, you know, your socials. She plays um, with color and light. Mm-hmm. She tells you exactly how to stand mm-hmm. and how to make yourself look the, like the best version of yourself. Oh, yes. Um, She's great yeah. at posing and it never feels forced. Like both Sarah and I and Lauren and Kayla have all had photo shoots with her and done besties group photo shoots yeah. with the, Sarah and I. Uh, if you've seen any of the pictures of Sarah and I lately on the social media account for a feminine mistake podcast. Uh, that is, uh, Lola Scott photos. Lola Scott, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh, she makes me feel like a queen she and, does. and she is a queen. She's a queen. Uh, so book a, book a, book a photo shoot with her. If you're in the Atlanta area, um, she, she has a really unique style. It's very artistic and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have always struggled with what to do with my face and my hands and my body. And I never feel, and whenever she would tells me what to do with those things, I never feel like it's not me. And I never mm-hmm. feel like it's forced. It always feels mm-hmm. like I see the she's, result and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. She yeah, made me look amazing. She, she's very sweet. Like she's mm-hmm. non-judgmental. She's very friendly and, and like fun. She's super she's fun. fun. Yeah. It's a great vibe. So everyone cannot recommend her highly enough at Lola Scott Art. Uh, go check her out and book a book a session. She's got a variety of different tiers to fit your pocketbook. <laughs> uh, Sarah, what would you like to plug? Uh, sure. Let's see. Will you please log into Instagram? Kind. Right now. Listeners. Are you logged in? Are you logged in right um, now? Uh, yeah. 
No, I'm not, not you, the listeners. Uh, Yes, please log in right now and find at hedgehodges underscore bod pause, H-E-D-G-E-H-O-D-G-E-S underscore B-O-D-P-O-S. And it's about loving yourself, your body, you know, it's, uh, gosh, my words are escaping me. It's like about self care, self love, Mm -hmm. self esteem. Mm -hmm. And I know that when I feel kind of crack, 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 crappy, sometimes I look up pictures of women who are plus size just because makes me feel good. I wish that it existed when I was younger and I could see examples of women, uh, plus sized women look at feeling good about themselves, living life, having, being, feeling good, you know, mm-hmm. uh, loving their bodies, loving their fashion. Yeah. I, just, I wish I had had that. And the sheer amount of women, it's not just like one woman or like two mm-hmm. women. It's like, there are thousands of us and like, just, it feels good to be part of that. And mm-hmm. also I do makeup on myself and mm-hmm. I have lots of clothes. So it's just like an excuse to share that. Looks amazing by the way. Oh, thank you. So yeah, yeah so check, check, check that out. Check it out. Uh, I would like to plug uh, Critical Crop. Well, a couple things. So we've got Critical Crop Tops uh, YouTube channel or just Critical Crop Top in general. If you want to keep up to date with us, uh, we are Critical Crop Top. Uh, and uh, we produce this podcast. We produce the Adam and Andy podcast, uh, which is where Sarah and I talk about the films and television and careers of Adam Driver and Andy Samberg. So if that's your jam, um, so, uh, we also are, we're producing a film. We've produced films, uh, sketches, series. Anyway, you can find all of that yep. at Critical Crop Top on all the things. Or if you go to YouTube and look for Critical Crop Top, uh, you can find our channel and you can it's watch. Right it's right there. Watch so hundreds easy. of hours. I don't know, hundreds of hours. It actually is hundreds of hours. I okay, think we have something like 200 videos up there by now. Okay. So more it's a than lot. 200, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot. Uh, but you can watch also watch the vidcast of this podcast. Uh, so if you'd like mm-hmm. to see our see our faces, see our faces, uh, see what my garrafas looks like. See the do- well, Jack just moved directly dog, behind you. Yeah, but he was a he was a little bit. You could see, see him out of the corner. There he corner. is, my dog. You can is. see my dog a bit. Um, so uh, check that out. Uh, also, as the aforementioned Adam and Andy podcast, if you're into that, uh, you can listen to that on all the things, or you can watch the vidcast on Critical Crop Tops YouTube channel. Um, and, uh, this podcast, if you would like to tell us what you thought of Barb and Star, uh, or any of the things that we discussed regarding Barb and Star, go to Vista Del Mar. Uh, you can find us at Feminine Mistake Pod on Facebook and Instagram, and you can find us on Twitter at Fem Mistake Pod. Wow. This is the last episode of 2021, uh, for the Feminine Mistake Podcast. We made it a good one. We made it. We made it a good one. feel good. You made it a good one. Aw, no, you you did. Stop it. So happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.